Okay, Kerry Jr. the second here. Um, I am with I breaking news reporter Emma Stein. Emma, um, can you just tell me a little bit about where we're going and why we're going there? Right now we're going to the Rosa Parks Transit Center in downtown Detroit. Um, a lot of the unhoused people I've talked to said they go to the bathroom here, that it's always open and they feel comfortable doing that. We're gonna, we're gonna try and go into the bathroom here too, right? Yeah, Okay. just see what it's like inside. Emma Stein has spent a good part of this year on a hunt for bathrooms. You see, the city doesn't have a complete list of bathrooms. So Emma did her best to create one, calling every municipal building in the city and driving around. There's a sign posted outside that says undressing, washing up, and related hygiene activities are not permitted. People I've talked to, it's pretty common to want to just, no, not completely undress or anything, but, you know, wash under your armpits, Mm -hmm. sort of wipe any dirt off. so this sign is saying that they like if you needed to go place to just clean your body, you couldn't come here, essentially, right? Yes, yes. Finding a clean, convenient, and private place to use the bathroom is a daily essential for those without a home. And Emma made some surprising discoveries about what's available in Detroit and what people are having to do when they can't find one. All right, I'm entering the woman's side of the bathroom at the transit center. Pretty clean. The transit ones are not too bad compared to some of the ones she told me about. Did you want to look at the picture of the vault toilet? Oh, yes, please. Like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's a lot of, there is, I can see someone left behind some things on that seat for sure. On today's episode, Emma and I discuss her investigation into just how convenient it is to go on the go in Detroit and who it impacts most. It comes at a time when the state legislature is seeking to weigh in on the issue of public urination. I'm Kerry Jr. II, and this is On The Line. I'm Emma Stein. I'm a breaking news reporter at the Detroit Free Press. Okay, Emma, so we went and spent some time walking and assessing the conditions of some of the public restrooms, but... What brought you to this story? Why did you want to look into this? The United Nations considers, you know, access to a bathroom and sanitation a human right. And I think it's something that's sort of forgotten a lot in the conversation around supporting the unhoused population. It's something that a lot of people kind of take for granted that we always have access to a bathroom. But for anyone who's experiencing homelessness or unsheltered, they don't have consistent access to a public bathroom. What yeah. brought you to wanting to cover this story? Like, what made you say, this is what I want to like, yeah. investigate further? I don't know if this is podcast appropriate, but I've always had a very small bladder and I, I drink <laughs> a lot of water. <laughs> and, you know, I'm lucky in that I can just go into any bathroom, even if I don't buy anything because of the way I look and no one really questions it. I am 5'3 on a good day. I'm white. I'm a woman. And if I need to buy something, I can always buy a bottle of water. And so I'm really lucky in that. But it made me think that not everyone has that option. I didn't really know what I was going to find. I mean, for all I knew, there could have been a ton of bathrooms in Detroit. And I didn't know if it was something that people thought about. But turns out it is. And there's not a lot of bathrooms. How many bathrooms are there in the city of Detroit? Yeah. So there's 43 public restrooms that are open all year round. Those are in police precincts, libraries, the recreation centers, the vault toilets, and then just the bus center 
the transit center and then just random city buildings, you know, the elections office or this random municipal building that when I called said they had a public restroom. There's an additional 19 park bathrooms that close from October to May because the water pipes freeze. So we didn't include those in our analysis because they're not always accessible. But, you know, the need to go to the bathroom doesn't go away when it's cold outside. Okay. And so is that like a good number of bathrooms? I mean, it doesn't sound large. We did the math and we found out that there are around seven public restrooms in Detroit per 100,000 residents. That's really not very many when you think about it. Chicago has 17 per 100,000 residents, which is a lot more. Mm -hmm. And Dearborn has around 18 per 100,000 residents. There is around 138 square miles in Detroit, Mm -hmm. and there's 0.3 bathrooms per square mile. Wow, not even one. Yeah, Chicago had 1.99 bathrooms per square mile. Oh, wow. Part of the reason I also thought about this story was I remember reading the Chicago Tribune did a similar story. And in their story, they were writing about how there were not enough bathrooms. Oh, interesting. But theirs is so much higher than ours. Yeah. What community is most affected by all this information? The homeless population. You know, when I was talking to them, a lot of them were very passionate about it because it's something they don't really get to talk about often. And oftentimes they're forced to, you know, do things in public that they wish they didn't have to do. Mm. Yeah. When you don't have access to a bathroom, that doesn't mean you don't have to go. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of people told me they just find an alley or a bush and let it rip. Um, Do you mind starting off by giving us your first and last name? Eugene Blesser. How often do you think about going to the bathroom? Like when you have to go to the bathroom, what do you do? He just went over there to the church. Yeah. I went to the church and then used the bathroom. Oh, I can tell you too. I got to go to the bathroom and I ain't got no place to go. I go behind a tree somewhere. And they just kind of go for it and hope they don't get caught. It's not that they enjoy doing that. They'd rather have, you know, a private clean space to do it. But sometimes you don't have an option. If you got to go, you got to go. If you ain't got no money going to these restrooms, you ain't getting in. Mm. Right. Straight up. You feel the same way, Eugene? Yeah. Do you also find alternative ways to use the bathroom? Say what I had to urinate, I use a cup. How do you discard the cup? You just toss it in the trash? In the trash. And what is your name, sir? Huh? What is your name? Kevin Johnson. One man told me he tries to carry toilet paper with him when he can, um, sort of provide that for himself, but sometimes he runs out. He told me he usually goes to the bathroom at the transit center that we were at, but he doesn't camp around there or stay around there so he has to walk about 30 minutes every time he wants to go to the bathroom which for me seems like it would be very hard to plan to do that you sort of plan your day around going to the bathroom dakota was telling us how you know she was only drinking so Mm -hmm. much water because she doesn't want to have to have to go to the bathroom so frequently throughout the day i don't drink much no more if i drink something i'm drinking like them little orange juice little carts or like something small because if I'm out here, I know I got to use it. I'm not nowhere about no bathroom. What have you found in terms of the sanitation of the bathrooms, the public bathrooms in the city? Not great thing. Well, okay, it depends on what you're looking at. Uh-huh. Um, we went to a library bathroom together that, in the main library. That was very nice. We really, very nice. I would love to use the bathroom there. Yes, I would change and everything <laughs> in that yeah. bathroom. All right, so I'm in the main library men's bathroom. Uh, 
and it looks pretty clean in here. Um, there's two stalls, two sinks, and a urinal. The sinks are pretty clean. There's soap dispensers with soap in them, and both stalls have tissue paper in it. There's no smell or anything in this bathroom. All right, I'm going into the woman's bathroom in the main library. They have paper towels and a hand dryer, a cleaning schedule on the wall. It was cleaned today, twice already. Looks like it's cleaned multiple times a day, depending on the day. Feels very nice for a public bathroom. There's some recreational buildings that also had, you know, clean indoor bathrooms. I went into one police station bathroom. That one was pretty nice too. The vault toilets, those are not so nice. After the break, we talk about some of the other options Emma found, her experience trying to use police station bathrooms, the city's response, and we touch on the state legislature. We're back with Free Press reporter Emma Stein discussing the lack of public bathrooms in the city and how it impacts people experiencing homelessness. We left off reviewing some of the nicer options, like the library bathrooms. But not all bathrooms are the same. Let's jump back in. The vault toilets, those are not so nice. They don't, ha- they don't flush. They don't have any running water. And, you know, there's no sink. The ones I went to didn't have hand sanitizer or toilet paper. And for me, one of the most shocking things was that it didn't have a door. Mm-hmm. So there was three walls and then, like, a fourth panel. But anyone could walk in on you going to the bathroom, which is something that wouldn't make me feel very safe. Why is it called vault toilet? The Google definition is a non-flush waterless toilet system installed in remote locations that don't have access to a municipal sewer system. You'll find them, you know, at campgrounds or hiking trails, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I see. And those are alternative options to actual bathrooms. I would, I would, or those are mostly in parks. There's only four of them in the city, and they're all in parks, sort of spread out. They're not super accessible if you're in the downtown area. Okay. Did you want to look at the picture of the vault toilet? Oh, yes, please. Okay. Like that. Oh, yeah, there's, like, paper towel on the floor and everything. Yeah, there's, like... Oh, wow. I mean, there's space. Yeah, but there's... If you, there's no twit tissue. If you keep going, they'll be like, you can see that it doesn't close all the way and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's a lot of... There is... I can see someone left behind some things on that seat for sure. A lot of trash on the floor. There's a mm-hmm. spa- ugh, concrete floor, white walls, graffiti on the walls. Yeah. Oh, I see you took that picture from afar. Yeah. I see. That's intentional. I would, I would also have done the same <laughs> thing. It looks like an explosion took place. Yeah, they're not very nice. When are these bathrooms available? For hours of operation, it just depends on the park. Parks have different hours of operation. Same with libraries, so you just have to sort of know before you go. Earlier, you said you tried to go into a police station? Yeah, I went to two police stations. Why a police um, station? Because the city says that all precincts plus their public safety headquarters have restrooms that are open to the public. Hmm. And I wanted to test that out because I had never heard that before. And when I was there... I went to two. Um, I went to the fifth precinct, and I have no issues there. They let me in. They didn't make me go through security, anything like that. It was nice. It was clean, super private. But I went to precinct three. I went 
to the door and they wouldn't even let me in the building. They said, we don't let just anybody in here. Mm. So it makes me wonder if these are really, you know, valid options for people to use. Also, I was wondering if people that don't look like me would have a harder time or would not want to go to the police station to use the restroom. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, restaurants or, like, venues or spaces in the city, or what what of those spaces have you tried? Um, just into? normally, usually I haven't really had any issues. There's mm-hmm. a McDonald's in Midtown I've used the bathroom in many times without buying anything. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, haven't had many issues. But mm-hmm. when I talk to people who are experiencing homelessness, I heard a couple different things. Some mm-hmm. people don't even try. Some people say they, you know get yelled at and even if they try to buy food because of how they look some people say they try to sneak in but it's you know a risky game you don't want to get caught it's not a reliable option and this is restaurants yeah restaurants and what what is the demographic of the people you've been speaking to age range i would say has been 25 to 60 okay pretty Um, pretty big range um mostly black men oh okay okay mostly black one white man and then we talked to Dakota. And that's the only woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was when I was, it was, there were not as many women present. So separately, I know the city reported having about 60 porta potties in the parks. And that wasn't in your count because I'm guessing there's, you know, there's a difference between a porta potty and an actual restroom. But can you tell me why porta potties? Like, what's the deal there? And the city told me that it's not super feasible for them to just, you know, create 20 more bathrooms in the middle of downtown it's expensive but the people i talked to told me they would be happy with just more porta potties all over that were you know had actual hand sanitizer or you know the sinks that they sometimes have outside of porta potties yeah like step on something they're gray and there's water and stuff like that something like that Mm -hmm. just so they have more access and at least it's private detroit did say that they are working on adding more porta potties and that people can request porta potties in like a park if they want one in a certain park I see. Um, are there organizations that might be helping to address this issue? Maybe not fix it, but address it. Yeah. I don't know that there's any working on bathrooms specifically. Um, one is something called the Wave Project, which provides shower trucks at different places throughout the city throughout the week. Like a mobile truck. I walked inside them, super clean, small. They clean them after every use. Sometimes they provide clothes. And each little shower area also has a toilet. So that's a good option, too. And I think it's sort of related in that bathrooms with running water and privacy also provide a place to sort of wash up, wipe up. And these showers, you know, provide a better chance for them to be clean. People told me they feel like new people after they can clean themselves up. And that also people perceive them differently and better when they're cleaner. Uh, I want to ask a question about the kind of illegal public urination Mm -hmm. element of that. Can you just speak towards, you know, what the consequences could be of folks who who don't have homes, who need to go to the bathroom and choose to go where they can because maybe that's limitation on hours, access, time, whatever it is. Yeah. And the potential repercussions of that. I mean, not only is something they don't want to do and, you know, it's a little gross, but also there is risk of law enforcement. You can get tickets for public urination, and that's something they don't want. There's a fine. They could get in legal trouble. I FOIA'd to try to get the 
number of tickets that the city gives out on public urination, and they denied my request. Interesting. So I don't have the numbers on that. Okay, okay. But I mean, even then, it sounds it sounds like it could even be a cycle situation where, like, these folks need to get on their feet, right, with work and, and whatever it may be. But then, you know, they have limitations on access there, and then and they might get a potential penalties could yeah. pre- prevent them from being able to, to move upwardly. Definitely. Right. And if they can't even, you know, buy water at a restaurant to use the bathroom there, they definitely can't pay a ticket. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I wouldn't say black homeless men have great luck or history with law enforcement. Right. Everyone told me, no, they would never consider going to a police bathroom. They'd rather go on the street and risk getting a ticket. We should note, earlier this year, the city of Kalamazoo chose to decriminalize things like public urination. But on Wednesday, in response, the Michigan House of Representatives passed a bill to ban cities and townships from decriminalizing public indecency. The bill is headed to the Senate next. Anything I may have missed? If you're interested, if you go to the article on the Free Press, you'll find a map. A Google, It's from Google Maps that Christy Tanner, our data reporter, made where you can you know, search where the bathrooms are, click them, it'll give you the address, stuff like that. It'll be in the story. All right, so we got to pull up to Emma Stein's story on public bathrooms to find this map then. All right. Thank you very much, Emma, for taking the time. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you all so much for listening. As always, this show is produced by me and Darcy Moran. Our executive producers are Anjanette Delgado and Marianne Struman. Our editor is Peter Batia. The music for the show is called Fort Trumbull, produced by DJ Lost Boy. And as always, as always, like, comment, subscribe to the show, and share with your friends and family. We'll see you next week.